You're listening to the Beauty Me podcast, which is all about beauty without the BS. If you're interested in how the worlds of beauty and wellness are intertwined, or you're obsessed with daily rituals of skincare and self-care, or you just want to know the latest when it comes to new beauty, this is for you. I'm your host, Sharice Kenyon. Today's guest is Jaleesa Jaikaran, a makeup artist, the host of Life of a Makeup Artist podcast, and a coach based in New York. She's also the founder of the biggest beauty club on the Clubhouse app, The Beauty Room. The reason I invited Jaleesa on is because I'm starting a new series called Skin First. This is all about people who work with or on skin and is all about the tips and techniques they rely on. The reason I had to include Jaleesa in this series is pretty obvious. Feel free to go check her out on Instagram at Jaleesa Jaikaran and you'll know what I mean. Her skin is literally flawless. In this episode, I wanted to find out more about Jaleesa's background growing up in Trinidad and how it inspired her makeup style. And I also wanted to ask her about the various approaches to skin prep that she uses depending on the client that she's working on. This is a brilliant episode for the pros out there and anyone who's just looking to have better looking skin with or without makeup. I hope you love it. From the minute you open your eyes, take me through your morning and tell the truth. (laughs) Okay, I'll tell the truth. Um, So when I wake up, this is sort of like, I wouldn't even say a battle might be a wrong, the wrong word, but I equate waking up and going on your phone as like Instagram, as like getting up and walking into a crowd of people. So when I keep that in mind, I always am like, girl, no. So I try to either um, get up. Sometimes I'll get a phone call and I'll talk for a little bit, but then I'll try to like pray. Some days if I do decide to meditate, that's when I have, I don't have to be on set because most of the times I fall asleep, honestly. (laughs) So I'll just do like a 10 minute meditation, maybe let myself fall asleep for about another 10, 15 minutes and then I'll wake back up. Um, And then I try to stretch stretching has been one of like my things that I've been trying to incorporate into my my daily routine whether it's morning or night or during the day because I I, uh, could be very stiff and being on set and stuff I just finished a three-day job and uh, it's a lot of standing so stretching has been really important because I do have a bit of sciatica and I've just been Mm -hmm. thinking about like damn I'm only 32 like I need to make sure that I'm taking care of myself and my body so stretching has been um, a huge part of my routine Mm -hmm. and then when it comes to like it's according to honestly the day if I have to be on set versus if I'm shooting content or if I'm just at home doing work but I rotate between um I like to do a lot of eye masks in the morning especially Mm -hmm. when I'm just at my laptop I've been um uh what do you call it i've been rotating uh, through a few of them so i really love the wonder beauty okay. mask these are the um baggage claim and these are the gold ones and then i've been doing the one size from patrick ta and i really and i keep it right right on my makeup desk here so it's easy to grab and mm-hmm. then i love the florence by mills ones okay. so i have like a, full, a drawer full of them but these are the ones that i've been reaching for the most mm-hmm. um and i kind of just leave that on for a little while while i do my like morning like you know emails or whatever mm, mm. um 
and I mean, I'm kind of skipping parts. Of course, I like do you want like I brush my teeth and I do the whole like the skincare. <laughs> I'm, I need um, the skincare. This is a skin first episode, so right. I need the skincare. Yeah, so um, I'll do all the personal care stuff, mm. um, and then um, I try to. Sometimes I do. Uh, I use this product from Crest. It's called Whitening Emulsions. I've been using that for quite some time. So all of those little things, I'm like, all right, mm. I don't have to think about my skin. I can just sit and and work. Um, and then when it comes to like my actual skincare, I try to keep it very simple in the morning um especially if i'm not going anywhere so i might do like a micellar water um and then i also i've been trying to simplify my routine of course mm-hmm. as a content creator i'm always trying new products but i find that my skin has been acting up a little bit lately um and i've been using the la roche posay lipicar ap do you okay. know what that do you have you tried that before i haven't tried that one but I have a lot of La Roche-Posay products. I think they are so good at tackling specific things. So good. So I use that. Um, I use the, as well, the the lotion and the, the washes for face and body. But um, I try to use that. Sometimes I, I'll, I'll go in. If I'm obviously, I mean, I try to do my SPF. Sometimes I'll do more if I'm mm. going out. I'll be very honest. I always wear SPF, but mm. if I'm going out, I make sure like I'm slattering it on my neck. I might, you know. But if I'm yeah. inside, I'll just put a little yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm like looking at my thing. I honestly <laughs> try to rotate some of my stuff. Like I love Waleda. Um, Waleda has this new mist. I sometimes do that if my skin is feeling a little bit dry or tight. My mm. skin is usually more like normal to combination, but mm. I do have eczema and. I mean, probably since I have been in middle middle school, I Mm -hmm. guess I went to junior high in New York for just two years, but I've never really experienced eczema on my face only until like a month ago. So I've been just like anything to like soothe my skin. I've been doing that. Um, But there's quite a few products that I've been loving too. Mm. The Skin Fix. Do you know the Skin Fix line? From Mac. No, 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 um, and they have like a dermatitis balm. So like according to what my skin feels mm. like, but just generally, I keep it very simple. A micellar water, maybe a moisturizer, um, according to how I'm feeling, um, a serum, and then obviously SPF. I keep it super simple mm. um, for during the day. And then at night, I'll do, according to how I feel too, I'll probably do like a hundred step routine or a three step <laughs> routine, according to like how tired I am. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But my main thing now is like, really just simplifying my routine. I feel like lately me and my friends, um, especially like on Clubhouse and stuff, we've been mm. talking about just sustainability and how much products we have and like trying to finish what we have before we move on to yeah. things. So like that's been my approach now. Like there's obviously a ton of other things that I, I love, mm. but I've just been sticking to this this like set of products until like I'm like, okay, this is, you know, I, I try to do that because I, I don't want to try a product out once or twice and then be like, it's no. amazing. No, know? and that happens way too much in in this industry way too much let's backtrack all the way so you're born in new york but raised in trinidad yes i am keen to know just tell people i was born in trinidad because there's so much explanation (laughs) (laughs) like i was born here but then when i was one i went back to trinidad then i came back when i was 12 stayed for two years spent the last 10 years 
well, more than 10 years now in Trinidad. And then I've been back in New York for eight years. Right. But yeah, I was born in, in Brooklyn, New York. So I just wanted to know, I really wanted to know how growing up in Trinidad might have affected, you know, what you saw as beauty. Because obviously I'm guessing it was quite different to New York, for instance. Oh, absolutely. So my, my, I mean, I grew up with my grandmother and my aunt and a million cousins. Um, and the, my first introduction to beauty was my aunt uh, is a hairdresser, but she stopped like doing it. She just used to do like family and friends and our hair. And obviously like, you know, we had hair that was relaxed and then, you know, she would do our hair every, like, you know, every few months. And, uh, you know, I would see her coloring her own hair, putting on lipstick, um, I didn't, I mean, I saw my mom a lot, but I didn't really like see the everyday life of my mom. So I didn't know if she wore makeup as much. Um, and then for me, my experience was, especially when I just started to love makeup was, you know, carnival makeup, like bright, you know, what we call euphoria makeup now was what I grew yeah. up on. So it was always full glam, rhinestones, colorful, anything was what we grew up on because we were on an island. And honestly, an everyday, like what I'm wearing now is just like maybe a very simple look, <laughs> but people wear full glam, every like bright stuff every day. That's like, a look that they want um so for me when I first started to get into makeup it was like oh let me try this rhinestone crazy look or yeah. let me try this you know what I mean it was yeah. always something that was um that was more experimental mm -hmm. as opposed to like oh let me just try this natural thing so when I when YouTube came out and when I started to buy magazines that's when I was really a um, introduced to like very natural editorial type makeup. And that's when I fell in love with skin. But growing up in Trinidad definitely was more of like glam, rhinestones, colorful, um, maybe a little lipstick, you know, even seeing my cousins take cool, like they used to do crazy things. They used to take oh, cool and dye their hair. Like, and I was like, I'm not trying that. Like, <laughs> but it was interesting to see, you know, because we used to wear school uniforms in Trinidad. So you would see the Kool-Aid like getting on their school <laughs> shoot in the back. And I'm like, that's not cute. But it was also like, they were so, they, they had the balls to try it. You know what I mean? Because it was just washed out, you know? But yeah, that that's what my experience was. Just I, I observed a lot. I observed a lot. I would say. <laughs> I love to. Um, it's so funny because over time I've spoken to you know women from Jamaica and different parts of the Caribbean, and I feel like Trinidad sounds like the most fun one when it comes to being able to play with makeup. Yeah, you absolutely. know, I don't. It, I don't think it was. I wasn't born in Jamaica, but that's where my dad's from. But I've got the feeling I don't think it was the same for girls going to school in Jamaica, like maybe experimenting at school. Right. No, yeah. I used to wear eyeshadow to school sometimes. <laughs> and I used to get in trouble for it because I'm like every day, because you know, you have a uniform on and you, and you have all look no the same. individuality, right? Yeah. So I used to take this is so funny. I used to take like, you know, when people have like fake flowers in their, their house, I used to take those flowers stick a hairpin in it and then put the flower in my hair and then sometimes I'll put like a little shot just a little, oh, thing, like a little <laughs> thing and I used to get in trouble so much but I'm like I just didn't care because they wanted me to be like a prefect and I was like no <laughs> I'm keeping this flower in my hair so I had different flowers for different days like red and like 
it was ridiculous. I wish I had more pictures of that. So I do I. I don't have a lot. So do I. But tell me, how did things change when you started spending more time in New York? Because you talked about that's when you started seeing like the classic looks, the maybe more fresh skin. Right. Well, that kind of started when I started to work at Mac and buying more magazines. This was like before I moved to, to um, New York. And I was like, what is the skin? Like, I don't know how to do this because obviously, you know, trans- transferring from my job in corporate, you know, I went into Mac and like, it was like boot camp, which was like the best experience for me at makeup because on Saturdays, when our store opened, we had appointments from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m., like wow. clockwork. So obviously you're doing what other people want. So you, you're you grabbing a studio fix, you're grabbing studio sculpt at the time. And for me, it was like, I did not that that wasn't beautiful. It was just that I was like, I don't know how to do that. We had face and body in the store, but I didn't know. I was like, this is so watery. Like, what do I do with this? Like, I didn't know how to manipulate that type yeah. of texture foundation or uh, formula. Um, so I started to like look at magazines and then obviously working at mag, they would have this thing called update and update was like every three months to tell you all the new trends and they would show you backstage. And then one time, um, Giselle Cavill, who's a senior artist at Mac, amazing artist. So like such a sweet person. We, um, we were in Las Vegas or LA at the time. So I got the position as product specialist when I, when I started. And within the first year, we had two trips to um, LA and Las Vegas. And I asked her, I was like, what is that stuff on the skin? And she told me it was cream color base and face and body, right? So mm-hmm. I didn't know what cream color basis was like. Like, you know, cream highlighter. But, you know, nobody uses cream highlighter. You're using mineralized skin finish in the gold one because it's like you know what i mean i forgot the gold deposit you use a gold deposit you know what i mean so for me like that just learn those little things trickling in like other people gave me tips and stuff but i was like oh okay like how do i use this what color do i use and then just you know trying different things and obviously moving to new york and being backstage and assisting Mm -hmm. and all those stuff like i started to like i think uh the my experiences from everyone and then my own style kind of formed what I you know what my style is today like you know a little bit of skin I like to say and like pops of color because I just want the skin to show through yeah um as opposed to you know hiding it yeah yeah obviously if you've worked at Mac you would have seen all the the trends when it comes to skin you know the super matte which I know that Mac was really really good at um and right now I guess we're looking at like that kind of more dewy but again now that we're wearing masks dewy can be a little bit of a problem so all the brands are bringing out kind of like those soft matte foundations and stuff Mm -hmm. but what for you what's your favorite finish or base right now oh damn that's such a hard question oh my gosh my favorite finish Oh man, you know what? It's a tie between the NARS Soft Matte Foundation. Um, that foundation Love is it. just magical. Like the skin is just, I mean, for me, I, I like more of a dewy finish, but that foundation, it's so beautiful. And then obviously you can manipulate it to yeah. look, you know. Um, and then damn, let me look. Um <laughs> whew, this is so hard. Um I would have to say, um, 
it is a tie between the NARS uh, Pure Radiance uh, Tinted Moisturizer. But there's so many other brands that have these tinted moisturizers now. So, like, for instance, yeah. I just tried this new Makeup Forever one called Watertone. Okay. Um, and I just got this like a few days ago, so I've been trying it. I noticed a lot of brands are coming out with tinted moisturizers. I still yeah. want to try the Fenty one. I haven't yes, tried it. Yes, me too. Um, but anything that's like it, it, it differs. It, it spans between very light, natural nothingness, right. and then the dinar is soft matte. Yeah. So for that's you, it. when it comes to prepping skin, let's talk about prepping client skin. What is the most important thing for you? Are you thinking about longevity? Are you thinking about skin showing through? Are you thinking hiding? Like what's your what's your real sort of MO in like getting that person kind of camera ready or ready for their event? Right. So that depends on what situation I'm in, obviously. Yeah. So if I'm on set, I don't care about longevity because it's really just to take a picture. I could run in for powder. Um, so for me, it's like, if this person's skin is very oily, I'm not going to take a Wilder skin food and lather it all over the <laughs> no. face, right? Yeah. You know, I might take maybe something like the, you know, um, Bobby Brown yeah. face face, put it where I need it. And then, because I, I don't necessarily use primers on set. I don't mm-hmm. need to use that on set. You know what I mean? Unless you're crazy oily and I just need to put a tiny bit mm-hmm. where I need to. Um, that's what I would do. Um, and then I always like to make sure that, you know, I want to massage the skin always because that doing that circulation always helps to like wake the skin up, um, kind of like drains any kind of puffiness. So, and then it also helps to, you know, have the skin penetrate the skin, the, have the product penetrate the skin a little yeah. bit better. So, um, sometimes, you know, somebody just got on set, they're tired, they look puffy. You really want to just give them a massage to help that circulation. Um, and then I think that that helps a lot. And I, love if according to what they're uh the situation um happening on the lips because you know how especially if it's cold it's all you know it's dry yeah. i use this product from a brand called black b l a q and they have these exfoliating wipes and kiko also has some exfoliating wipes but i like these better they're very thick wipes um that's so thick you can't even like you can't even rip it if you wanted to um and i try to like do a little scrub and then i'll use that that wipe and then i love using um lip um bombs like the um Laneige um, sleeping mask yeah, on yeah. set. They have a new one called the Lip Treatment Balm, which is really good as well. But I'm kind of like a lip balm junkie. I have okay. so many different ones. But I like to put that there to sit on the lip for a little bit. So I'll do like everything else and then I'll wipe that off when I'm ready for the lips. And then if I have a client that needs to like get ready and to go somewhere, um, it's different because I want to moisturize them, but not so much that, you know, in five, six up. hours, they're very oily. So I will use a primer. I'm obsessed with the Charlotte Tilbury setting spray. I don't know okay. the exact name for it, but if I could bathe in that, I would. It's <laughs> really? actually really good. It's so good. It's a, it's a setting spray that's, that gives you a dewy finish. So it's not like those setting sprays that like when you put it, your face feels tight and dry. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I've been, I need, actually need to go buy a new one because it's really good. Um, and then also there's a difference also if I'm prepping a skin, um, someone who's going to be on camera for like a music video or a performance. Yeah. Sometimes I skip moisturizer altogether. And I know that's nice. like a sudden sometimes, but yeah, because it helps the makeup to last because if the makeup 
if I'm putting a little bit of makeup, I might use like my Lila B or my Tom Ford moisturizer, like the spray. Um, and just to give the skin some type of like moisture or slip. And then I'll put the foundation on and it helps the makeup to last really, really long. Because at the end of the day, I know that we have to moisturize, but when you're on camera with heavy lights, because um, I have some clients that are like performers, yeah. they're sweating like yeah. crazy and you have no, and like, especially with males and stuff, yeah. you, you can't like lather them down in moisturizer because it's going to be a mess. So it really just depends on the situation, but I'm big on like always moisturizing and massaging the skin. Um, and if there's any type of problem areas, especially like you might have dryness around the nose, you can take something that's like a thicker balm. Um, and apply it there, let it sit, and then use like an exfoliating wipe. Um, but I think it really just depends on like also what products you're going to use because the, your skincare has to work with your with the products. So if you're using something that's silicone based or water, like you have to know which products to choose. So I'm I have to be super cognizant of like okay, I'm gonna use I might use like. I don't know, NARS on this person, but then this person might want to uh, finish that's a little bit lighter, so I use yeah. Bobby Brown. So I have to know, like, all right, I can't just, it's not a one-size-fits-all, really, but the skin prep is always super important. And I like to, as much as we're all skincare obsessed, I still like to keep it very minimal. Like, yeah. I'm not giving you a facial on set. Like, I'm going to do my best, but, like, I'm not doing a 10-step routine. Um, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm so glad that no you... Shade, but shade. No, but that's the thing. And, and what I'm about to say isn't shade either. It's just that I think it's so good that you pulled out. It depends on the occasion and obviously the person because I think one thing that Instagram has been great at is we get to be inspired by people, you know, so many people. But often these looks, it's like you said, if you're on set, you, you don't care. It's only for the pictures. So you're right. just going to pump that skin up and it's going to glow. Right. The average person doing that look at home, they're going to be so disappointed an hour later exactly. when everything exactly. is like sliding. Because when I take Willita skin food and I take <laughs> that as a highlight, or I put, like, if you go out with that, no. your stuff is going to separate. <laughs> like, unless you have nothing else on your skin. Yeah. But yeah, you're not going to you're not going to do that. But you know, you know how Instagram is, it's sometimes a one yeah. size fits all. Like, you yeah. know, we don't have like heavy block brows now, but now we have the soap brow where everybody's brow is like flat, yeah. no dimension, you know, yeah. which is fine. It's beautiful. But you know, I think also people have to remember that like individuality, you know what I mean? Like something just might not work for you and that's fine. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Tell me about, when we say skin first, I think that's like, I've stolen that from Glossier, you know, skin first, makeup second. What would you say is, what's the best things that people can do for their skin, perhaps when they're not wearing makeup? So are you big on like certain ingredients or certain treatments or having a strict regime? Because obviously if you want your makeup to look great, the foundation right. is your skin really. Like what kind of tips would you give to people to ensure like long-term like a long-term globe. Right. So I'll, I'll talk from my level of expertise. I'm not an esthetician, so I'm not going to pretend to be, but no. I think 
honestly, like the most basic and most effective advice is try not to get caught up in the hype of every single product that comes out. Find your routine that works for you. So if you, and and also, well, first find a routine that works for you and stick to that for a period of time so you know that it works. Because if you try to use products, products don't work in a week or mm-hmm. two weeks. You have to use it over an extended point of time if it doesn't, um like, uh, affect your skin in a negative way and then also when you're introducing products into your routine so you might say like okay i have um something with hyaluronic acid maybe i want to use a retinoid or retinoid or retinol um you have to make sure that the products that you're using how does it work with the product that you yeah. want to introduce because yeah. you might be like oh well this person is using this so i need to get that in my routine now now they have um you know, tread and like all these different like new things that are like becoming more consumer based or like consumer to the consumer's knowledge. And Mm -hmm. it's like, all right, well, that might not work for you because you might not need that. You know, so for me, it's just like um, I won't go into like specific products or like ingredients because I'm like don't know everything about all of them. But what I would say is that figure out what works for you. For me, like I have friends who have like a laundry list, but that's not for me. You know what I mean? Like right now I want to simplify my routine. It, this is what works. This is what's making my skin look good. I'm going to stick to it. And then also not just relying on skincare. Um, a lot of water, like it sounds very basic and, you know, um, like I already know this, but a lot of water, I think we forget about that. And then also like I have been personally trying to give myself like these 30 day challenges. Okay. So one, you know, um, one month I did no meat. The next one I did no fries, but that's another conversation. Um, <laughs> and like, but trying to like think about like, okay, maybe there are things in my diet that I need to eliminate. That's maybe true. let me try and go a period of time, that 30 days, because that's the 30 days builds up, builds habits, right? Mm-hmm. So try and taking those 30 days or whatever it is to like, maybe let me try and like add more greens or add more colors onto my plate and see the difference that it makes. Because let's be real, we're getting older. You know, we see a lot of people on Instagram that have glowy skin, but they're 20, they're 20. Or some people, yes, they're older and they have good skin, but like obviously, as you get older, you have to be more cognizant of what you're eating, what you're putting on your face. If you have a silk pillowcase, like all these little things make such a, a big difference. So for me, I'm just like, figure out what works for you, stick with it, and don't get caught up in the hype and drink your water. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree. It's, I think like it's so easy. You get sent stuff, of course, and it's like, I definitely went through a phase of, oh, I got sent this. I can add that in. But it's so easy to be very dismissive of things, not try things for long enough. And Mm -hmm. like I did a recent episode about maskne because I really had a really bad time with maskne. And I spoke to two experts and they were just like, stick with this for the next three months. Just stick with this. Okay. Don't be tempted. Close your eyes. Yeah. And, you know. (laughs) A couple of weeks in, things started to change. And I was like, okay, that's worth me continuing with. Do you know what I mean? But I feel, I see lots of influencers or people that want so badly to be influencers getting sent stuff. And they're they're on their stories, using this this week, and then the next week it's using these 10 products. And then a few weeks later, they're like, guys, my skin is just doing this. It's going crazy. And I'm just like, it's because you haven't let it it just settle, you know? Yeah. And sometimes skipping, 
Like, if you think, oh, my skin is freaking out, maybe stop using all that stuff and use something super basic and see what, like, sometimes your skin is like, whoa, please give me a break. Like, I need a break right now. Like, so, yeah, I think it's a matter of sometimes just simplifying and adding things, you know, periodically. Yeah. So let's say if you're someone, you're not giving up the fries, you're not, you know, you, you you want that instant skin. Have you got some tricks that you know as a makeup artist work to kind of fake that kind of healthy glow? Apart from filters. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole other conversation. <laughs> but. Oh, gosh. Um, you know what? I was going to say something earlier. Um, so I'll just add it in really quick. Yeah. Um, when it comes to prepping the skin and stuff and what I use, um, if somebody has a lot of and stuff i try to or or hyperpigmentation maybe acne scars or whatever yeah um i try not to i'll prep the same but i'll also just use very minimal product because sometimes the the notion is like you add more product because you have to cover but you cover where you need yeah and one of my go-to products is the laura mercier secret camouflage okay it's like it's the it's I mean, it's iconic. If I had to basically, be a product, I would want to be this one because it's so good. You just need a tiny bit, and it has each of each of the the shades. They have two colors in them. Yeah. Um, and you get to um color correct. I use this around my mouth, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But okay. to answer your question, um, if you want to eat your fries, I don't. I mean, honestly, I'm not one of those people where it's like I shame people for doing things. No, no, like, no. I think it's all about balance, right? Yeah. If you have, if you eat fries, that doesn't mean you have bad skin. But if you are no, going through right. like a breakup, break up, break out, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I'm like breaking up with fries. I'm not. Um, but <laughs> if you're going through a breakout or or anything like that, um, my secret products to get that instant glow is definitely cream highlighter because you can put any type of foundation on any texture um but a cream highlight will give you a glow because the thing is is that you can melt that in you melt it into your skin with the warmth of your fingers yeah. and it looks very very natural um i love um a, there's quite a few that i love but the nude six is really really good yeah um and then i still have some of like the og medina before they they closed down um, oh gosh yeah yeah I've never had yeah. that i've only ever seen it on instagram <laughs> yeah medina was in milan and when we would go for fashion we would buy a ton and they had like some limited edition darker shades i'm so sad about that um but also like pat mcgrath like any of anything that's a cream highlight once you like you put even if you put like nothing on and you just put a tiny bit of highlight people are not going to know that you have that so it's just like you're going to have that like very glowy i didn't put any on today but um you're going to have like a very glowy finish and uh, yeah it's going to look effortless and the one from nude six i like it because it has a very wet finish and it doesn't give you like a shimmery kind of like some some of them they the finish is very like how can i explain this it, it just doesn't have it just doesn't look like skin. You see, mm. like, the particles. It looks a bit metallic sometimes. One. Yeah, it still does it. I use it a lot. Like, uh, most of my work, I use it because it just looks really good. It just looks like skin. It's amazing. So, this last two questions. One of them is Clubhouse because you seem to do so much. <laughs> like, are you a night owl? Are you staying up late to do these Clubhouses and then getting up early to, like... You know what? Honestly, it's all perception because, like, I think some people don't understand, like, fully how Clubhouse works. So if I'm in a room 
you might get a notification that I'm in that room. So you might think, oh, Jalisa is having another room. And it's like, no, I'm just in somebody else's room, you know? So in the last week or the last two weeks, I've probably just had like two or three rooms. But what ha- what happened to me on that platform was that I'm always curious, right? I think as content creators, just people on the internet, you should always be curious of what's happening outside of Instagram and and you know, the usuals. So I joined at uh, the end of October and it was just like a fun thing. Everybody was on there. I mean, we were still kind of like stuck in the house and it was a very, very like great place to meet people. But, it, you know, it's it's like invite only. A lot of, a lot of people aren't on there. Mm-hmm. But I really saw it as an extension of my podcast. I was like, oh, we can have conversations on here, like, but talk in real time. And at that point in time, like, I wasn't doing episodes. It was like, you know, just the the heaviness of like the mm. pandemic and like everything. So it was just like, I really wasn't inspired. And, you know, I was still in a position of like, okay, I want to switch things up. I want to do things different. But Clubhouse was there. It was an opportunity to meet people all around the world that even wasn't like not involved in beauty. Like yeah. I met so many friends that are like musicians or, you know, whatever, admin, administrative, like whatever it is. And I just like made so many great relationships and now you know i started a club called the beauty room and i really wasn't paying attention to like oh is this club gonna be big like nobody nobody does nobody thinks about that because when we got on the app there was no way to like search how many people were in your club there was no search function so it wasn't my initial like you know to look and see and my friend messaged me um Dion in February and was like oh do you know your club is like the biggest beauty club on the app I was like no it's not she's like yeah I was like no it's not <laughs> so I was like oh let me go see and then now it's like up to 80,000 people and I was like oh, oh wait what goodness. is going on but I think you know for me I tell when I explain to people what the beauty room is I say you know when I came to New York I felt like the industry like you had to be and this was the the reason why my podcast was even birthed I felt like you had to be a celebrity or you had to be someone that was already like popping on social media in order to be invited to a podcast and I get it right you want numbers you want you know press whatever it is but I knew so many people that were so dope so many black women so many like you know people from all over that may not necessarily have like fame but I thought that they were amazing so I'm like I'm gonna have this platform and I'm gonna put my friends on because I think they're dope you know I don't want to wait for somebody else to validate us so I think with the you know same thing with the beauty room I was like I want to make sure that everyone is represented because you know I live in New York it's fashion it's the the who's and the you know who's and for me it was never about that you know it was always about how can we show up for everyone from young gen z you know i don't care what where you're from i just want to make sure that when you come into the club you feel like you're represented you feel like somebody that looks like you and sounds like you is there so that's essentially what it's about i mean for me I, i'm taking I, I took a lot of those conversations and are transforming them onto my podcast because yeah. i know a lot of people are like oh i missed it what happened so but you know right now it's just like a really cool place to be a lot of brands a lot of visibility yeah. but also there's a lot of a lot of ways for you to just 
like meet people, you know. Um, and I, I do think like, you know, a lot of people have been talking about the platform might not last. And, then, and I'm just like, you know, with all things, they have like ebbs and flows. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it's like how you decide to show up, you know, obviously, like you have a podcast, I have a podcast, like audio isn't going anywhere. So like, no. if you really pay attention to what's going on in the grand scheme of things, you you pay attention. Yeah. You know? So yeah, it doesn't have to be for everybody. I think I loved what you said about why you decided to have the podcast, because I feel the same way. It can be easy to get tempted by numbers, but the reality is with podcasts, you have to put the work in anyway. So you might as well do it speaking to people that genuinely inspire you, not just because they have a certain amount of followers. Do you know what I mean? I've always been inspired by an individual because of their story, right. what they've been through, or where they've come from. Right. With all that in mind, it's the last question. I want you to tell me, when do you feel the best version of you? I feel the best version of me when I'm taking, like, I'm taking care of myself and uh, I'm, like, keeping my promises to myself. So if I say I'm going to do X and I actually do it, and I, I, I've learned, especially in the pandemic, to not... I mean, I'm a Capricorn, so, like, you know, I'm just, I'm, like, very, like, girl, let's go. But okay. I've learned to have grace with myself, but then also be able to be, like, you know what, I'm proud of you, you know, and that's when I feel my best. Like, when I know that I gave my best and whatever it is, like, I tried to not eat fries, but maybe I ate one. Like, I'm not going to beat myself up about those things. Thanks so much for listening. You can find me on Instagram at Beauty Me Podcast, and feel free to slide into the DMs. Do please like, subscribe and review. It really helps Beauty Me be seen.